the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning to you. It's a Monday. Let me catch up on what happened over the weekend. Cowboys won yesterday. That was a big win for them. Of course, they uh, they were up in Minnesota. Minnesota was looking for their third win in a row, and the Cowboys kept them from doing that. They're now 6-1. and one. Got one of the best uh, records in the NFL. And then you have uh, the Houston Astros. They uh, held off... Uh, you know, losing the World Series to Atlanta. Excuse me. They won last night, nine to five. It was a pretty good game. When you start off with the other, the home team hitting the grand slam, getting up, jumping up four to nothing. That's you know, you think you're, game's you're start, over, starting off in a hole. Yeah. Well, you figure your game's over. You probably have taken all of the impetus away from the other team. But uh, you know, to Houston's credit, uh, they. Um, they fought back and, and they and they won. I did not hear any banging of, of trash cans, so I don't think it was because they were cheating again like they did back in, what, 17. So uh, don't have to worry. Now they're on their way to Houston. World Series picks up again tomorrow. Be uh, interesting to see who's starting for both the teams. The pitching on both the teams has been pretty good, except yesterday. Yesterday, uh both teams were giving up runs left and right. And what else? Uh, the uh, the Razorbacks had a good weekend. They didn't play. Uh, so, you know, they didn't win nor lose. That's always good. They played Little Rock. I watched, uh, I watched Wayne Kiffin, you know, die a slow death against Auburn, and that that made helped make my day on Saturday. I don't like Wayne Kiffin, if you can't. I, I I expect him to leave this um, sometime this season. He'll go to LSU or some other big big name school. That that seems to be how he does. He only stays for a couple of years and he goes somewhere else. Uh, head coach of TCU, been there for twenty years. Fired him yesterday. It's pretty wow. bad when they fire you because you've had a winning season almost every year you've been there. I, I was really surprised that uh, that he was gone. He might not have taken his vaccine. Yeah, I don't know what it was, but he they, it, they fired him. They fired him yesterday. Same. I mean, it was it was uh, immediate. It, it wasn't like at the end of the season, this person's going to take your place. So it give, was go. It was like you can start packing nah. your stuff now. Did, You're did done. They, did they give a reason for it? Uh, no, not really. I didn't. I didn't read any. Uh, article saying that why they did it. I mean, he's won what 
it's gotten into the championship seasons and when he's out in the Mountain West, they, he just dominated it for years. Then he got with the Big 12. And um, I guess the last two years, he's he's had seasons where he's only, he's only won eight games in a season, you know. You know, here in Arkansas, if they were winning eight games in a year, we'd be all jumping up and down and doing backflips, to be honest. with That's uh, that's what's going on. That's kind of what happened in sports. Oh, oh, Colin Kaepernick opened his mouth again. Did you hear what he said? That was it. Oh, you're going to love this. <laughs> oh, but you're going to love this one. You're going to love this one. He equated the combine. Now, are you familiar with the combine is? when they all get together in Indianapolis and they test them, see how high your vertical jump is, mm. how fast can you run 40 yards, how much can you, you know, press so many right. times. Right. And all that. Yeah, they did, they did do all that. He said that was the equivalent of the NFL having uh, trading slaves. Oh. Putting them up on the back. That's, that's what, yeah, that's yeah. what he said. Now yeah. let me get let me pretty, get this pretty, right, pretty, Colin. Let me get this rough, right. Rough slavery. What yeah. are yeah? What what are these slaves making? Even on the on the on the back end. I mean, they're not going to be starters. Perhaps they're just going to be bench players and making millions of dollars a year. Did Martin Luther King not say that people ought to be judged something other than their skin color? Well, that's what I've always I, thought, but not Colin Kaepernick. I, 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 I'm going to be like I mean, they, Yeah. Is basically. Here's what got me is that he says they they poke you and prod you and they take away your dignity. And I I I said, Colin, you're playing a physical sport. You're volunteering for it too. Yeah, you're. Yeah, it's not like they went and got you. I don't know where he lives at. And in the middle of the night, somebody threw a black bag over your head and dragged you out of your multi-million dollar apartment or whatever and <laughs> right. took you to Indianapolis. Right. Yeah, that's, that's just boneheaded. You know, and then pointed a gun at you and said, run 30 yards. You know, <laughs> it's not the way it works. Well, he's got nothing else going for him other than. No, he baby. doesn't. And people believe this idiot. That's, a, that's, that's, a, that's, that's what a, I don't understand. These are people that hate There's America. There's people, be- people that want to believe it. That they're failures because it's not their fault. It's somebody else's fault. There's a victim mentality, and the people on the Internet are reinforced victims. And they they all get on the Internet and reinforce each other why they're victims and why they never had a chance. And and there might be some similarities, but the the, the (laughs) issue with the the kidnapped slave trade issue is the fact that you didn't have any choice and you were kidnapped. Uh, Yeah, we're talking here about people that are, well, one— extremely well paid and they're doing something that's basically a, 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 um, a leisure sport for Americans to watch. It's, it's, well, it's look, he it's, went to college at what San Diego state. I think is where Colin Kaepernick went and uh, you know, he got paid. I always argue the point when people say, well, college athletics, it doesn't pay the player BS, man. I played college athletics. I know what you got. I, the food was better than what the other students on campus had. Uh, they, you, you didn't have to buy a book. You didn't have to buy that professor's book. That that's the only time he cracked it was never. You know, he, he made you buy it, so he made some money on the side. Uh, you got that. You had a room. You had all that. You had your that room and everything. Like, sounds like payment to me. A I, special dorm just for you. 
I'm just yeah. saying. A lot of them have a tutor that goes to their classes. Oh, yeah. We, I, I forgot. Yeah. They tutors. They didn't write yeah, you a check. They didn't yeah, they write you a check, but they get for you. Yeah, they don't write you a check unless you really, unless, no, unless the alumni really <laughs> like you. But you'll get a summer job from one of the supporters. Yeah, sit, that now, supports the, sit the out team. on the football field and watch the sprinklers work. Yeah, I work for. <laughs> I knew a couple of guys. That's what they did. I work for a company who were, who were AS, so they, yeah. ASU fans. Yeah, and you know all the basketball players and football players would work for them during the summer. Yeah, they they don't talk means, about basketball at ASU uh, anymore. Uh, Boy, I mean, terrible. nothing against it, but, you know, they had a summer job without putting in an application if they were good athletes. Hmm. I just got one question for the ASU fans. They've been they've been wanting this game between U of A and ASU forever. All right, forever. What are they going to do when they got to really play it? Have you been watching <laughs> ASU play lately? They're getting their butts handed to them weekend and I'm I'm not saying they're losing by three points. They're they're losing by twenty one points and stuff like that. They're, that football program has really come down since Malzahn and a few other guys were there in a row. Now they didn't stay there long because some of the bigger schools would hire them away, which was good for them. But uh, yeah, it's. It's kind of pathetic to watch. It's more of a roller coaster ride for smaller schools like that. Yeah, well, it's harder it's going for to be. them to keep talent and coaches because they move on up whenever you get a good one. But and what they need to have is a good buyout, <laughs> you know. So that if the people get them, you got to pay four or five million dollars to get them, you know. And then the school walks away with a little bit of money in their pocket. And we'll see what see what happens with ASU. Maybe they'll get serious again. Their their basketball program. Is in the dregs too. They're not very good basketball wise. Of course, in the Sun League, the women's side of the sport tends to take the place of the men's sports. Anyway, I mean, look they're at look at UAPB and what their women's team does. Unbelievable. They're very good. They've been what two or three times in the last five years. They've been to the been to the big dance. Yeah. All right. I'll quit talking sports. You want me to talk other things? I'll talk some other things. I'm looking at. I'm looking at uh, uh, over at RG and RG. I start talking sports, and he's like, "Oh no, he's on, he's on sports again." There's worse things we get into sometimes. But I'm telling you, sports right. sports is good. Yeah, yeah, I, I, good. And I'm not on I'm not I'm not on movies today because there was no big movies well, no this big weekend. Movies yeah, out, huh? last one was Dune. This weekend, the new one coming out is that Eternals. And I'm not hearing good things about it. I haven't either. I'm hearing poor things about it. I haven't heard anything about it. Oh, you don't know anything about it? No, I've heard about it, but I haven't heard reviews. Yeah, it's Marvel saying our Marvel Universe characters, they're really God. Right. You know, that's what they're saying. I'll go see it, but I'm not going to be in anticipation like I was with Dune or Halloween 15 or... (laughs) I love Halloween movies. Those are good movies. This is supposed to be the big Halloween one. Though. Well, it was good this year. Halloween Kills it, was good. Michael Michael lived up to his moniker. Right on. <laughs> that was my house last. Yeah. Oh, look at you. We're all, how many kids did you have come get candy? Last night we had uh, wow. a little under 600 kids. Really? Oh, yeah. You know how many night. kids I had last night? I had three more than I had the year before. I had three. three. (laughs) It's good to see they're starting to pick back up. We've had as many as like 
a thousand before wow. in your neighborhood. Wow. And so, we don't uh, get them in our neighborhood. So you like buy up a, on a show for the kids. You buy up a whole. You buy up a whole uh, aisle of uh, candy at Walmart, then, huh? Yeah. Sam's Club. <laughs> yeah. They load, them, they load them up. But yeah, my teenagers like putting on the show for the little kids and stuff. No, really? They, they get out and just scare them. Does your daughter do that? Yeah, my daughter does that. And some of her friends. I can from see that are, she would be that kind of person. Yeah. Trying so, to scare they have, the they have eebie-jeebies the out of them. All right, we got to get a break in. Let's do that. Don't forget about Dustin Turner. You're wanting to sell some homes? Then go with Dustin Turner because he does it right. Selling a home isn't like it used to be where people came out and, you know, you'd bake. Seriously, back in the day, people would bake cookies and have punch sitting out. And you would the people would come by and get a cookie or a couple of cookies or like me, you know, a dozen and <laughs> eat a bunch of cookies as they're walking through the house and have some punch and uh, look at the house. Don't do that anymore. They go to the Internet and That's they go all now. over the Internet looking at stuff. No cookies anymore. It kind of stinks. But uh, Dustin Turner has all these connections. So he's on all of these important Internet sites and more people see your home uh, through Dustin Turner than anybody else. I mean, the other thing is he's got professional photographers that work for him, and they'll come to your house and uh, take pictures of the inside of your home, and it looks they look fantastic, and people fall in love with your house on the Internet. Then they come, then they come out and look to see if it's really as good-looking as uh, the picture show. And if it's uh, if it looks good, you're going to end up with four or five, uh, you know, groups of people wanting to buy your home. You get into a bidding war, you make some money, and you're a happy camper. You can have this happen. You just call Dustin Turner. Dustin Turner will come out and talk to you, tell you how everything works. Came out to my house, did the same thing. Uh, 501-952-2969 is his number. Or just visit him online at HomeTeamSoldIt.com. Again, that's HomeTeamSoldIt.com, and then you can just start packing. Okay, so I'm going to tell you a secret. You know where I went? Nowhere. <laughs> I, I was sitting right here during that whole break, so Dave was here. I didn't have to come back from anywhere. Just wanted to let everybody know that didn't happen. Uh, Keeping it on. What did you do over the weekend besides, you know, give kids candy? Oh, shoot, I didn't even get involved in that this year. Uh, I had some customers that needed some parts that were hard to find, so I had uh, some people lay them out up around Harrison. So I went up Harrison and picked up some parts for customers and drove by some property I have up there on a creek and went fishing in the creek. Cool. And uh, got to listen to the water run over the rocks and see that's cool. see Mother Nature. Make you feel better. Oh, that's beautiful. Get out there and kind of. Just relax out there, huh? Yeah, when you get out in the woods and oh yeah, that's beautiful. I saw a bald eagle. There's a bald eagle that hangs out at the creek wow. up there. So I got to see a beautiful young teenage bald eagle and uh, watch the fish and the that's awesome. and the crawdads. And when I look at nature, I see God's creation. Oh, of course, when I look at it. Yeah, Bible so, uh, says only the fool looks out around him and says there's no God. That's exactly right. So yeah, I got. Why don't you take a look? Get at out that. of the rat race. <laughs> look at my that. grand. My grandson 
turned from being my grandson to being a Power Ranger. The transformation was complete. It it was. It was complete. Mm -hmm. He still can't do all of the flips and everything that the Power Rangers used to do. But anyway, he... He he has he's got the poses down pretty good, you know. Right? That's hey! the biggest part. Yeah, all that stuff that he does. It's just a lot of. Uh, what did you do, Paul? I'm trying to remember what I did. Uh, uh, no, let's that, talk I, about I, other I, things. I, no. He just sobered no, up. I, no, I, I went. <laughs> I, I went and hung out with some friends. Um, what, when was that? I guess it was Saturday night, and then uh, at church yesterday. And did you build a big bonfire or something? We had, there was a little bit of a fire. And we cooked cooked hot dogs and there you go. Had chili and cheese dip. Awesome. Ooh, yum! And so you just sat outside. A little yeah, bit. I mostly stood, but yeah, that kind of yeah. little Chat, chilly out. Chat, chatted with friends and yeah. How cold did it get up here? And get here? It was cool. It yeah. wasn't. It wasn't bad. Um, Saturday night. I mean, it was. I bet it was in the fifties, maybe. But. No, I took you, of course, my son up to Silver Dollar City for Pumpkin Days, and we had some fun up there, but. It was 38 degrees. It was cool in the wow. morning. First thing in the morning was cooler than what I was used to. Yeah. And it had been raining before. And, you know, chili is chilly, but chilly and, and and mist Ooh. is very, very gets uncomfortable. Yeah, it gets in, gets in your bones, as I like to say, you know. Yeah. And uh, it was pretty pretty cool. Although I, do, I did wear my heavy leather bomber coat. Mm-hmm. You guys have seen that. It weighs about 30 pounds. Oh, wow. Put it on. My, I told Eli, I said, go get Pop's coat. He went, comes walking back in, he's just dragging it, and dragging it behind him because the thing is heavy, it really is, but it is comfortable. I brought out wind, my leather. Wind hits leather, stops it. I love yep. it. That's what I like about leather. I brought out the lightweight leather and the heavy-duty leather. This depends on the part, time of the day. Yeah, I understand that. I definitely understand that. All right, so let's talk about some stuff that went on over the weekend. And uh, the, the president said, just a second. Excuse me. Uh, no, I'm not like Saki. I'm not getting COVID. But anyway, I uh, he's over there in, in the European Union and talking up uh, climate change again. Talking about how th- bad things are. I guess he's going to Scotland uh, here in a couple of days, and they're having a big climate change thing. Yes, this weekend was the G20, right? Uh, the the twenty most, you know, powerful countries. Yeah, ca- countries that have the most money, basically. Well, not even bad that. problems. Right about. now, <laughs> guess who didn't show up? Russia and China. That's right. right. Very good. You've been watching the news over the weekend. Ooh, that's an easy guess. Yeah, yeah it's an easy guess. But yeah, I they didn't show up, and they, they weren't interested in talking about anything that Biden wanted to talk about. I can't imagine that. <laughs> I can't imagine that. You think that they, they, they just wait for Biden to say something? Maybe. I don't think they Probably care. for the jokes. I think you're exactly right. <laughs> for the jokes. <laughs> they didn't show up. No, they did not they, they show up. They don't care. No, they, they don't. They're their own game. And I, I, I heard today they made, I was looking on uh, my news sites, and they said that China and Russia were not showing up from the big boys, Putin and, and Yi and whatever his name is over there in China. They're not showing up. They're sending some underlings in their place because they're not interested in global you know, warming, something that doesn't really exist. And they don't want to cut into their energy production either. Uh, no. Yeah. So, uh, I think it's funny that 
you know, they, what was it that Biden? Biden said something about energy and Russia. I was saying Russia uh, was starting to get with the program. Well, of course they are. You let them build a pipeline uh, that pumps, you know, millions of gallons of detestable, ugly, dirty fossil fuel that you won't let them pump here in the United States. I heard, some guy, I heard somebody from Wall Street say the dumbest thing. They were, they, they were saying, they were talking about the oil industry in the United States and they just weren't pumping enough oil. Well, you dummy. Oh, my The, the government won't let them pump right. oil. It's by they, choice. They, tell, by they choice. tell Russia and they tell Saudi Arabia, we need their oil because their oil, I guess, is somewhat cleaner than ours, which is not true. Which is not true. But uh, right. they'd be more happy to give money to them than let our businesses succeed here in the United States. We, we can just print more money for it, right? It seems, it seems like it. to me that, they may, that Biden may have some relatives that benefit from what happens Ooh. over there. Does, does somebody that. say something about maybe his family having a job overseas? It's his brother or his sister. <laughs> yeah. maybe uh, his he's, son. Got, he's got a son that's been living <laughs> off oh, the yeah, American right. taxpayer for a his long son. time. He's into art now. Yeah, and his and, and his. Uh, <laughs> Well, I'll tell you in a moment. All right, back with you. Don't forget that now's the time to get your uh, health insurance and uh, put all together the way you want it. And if you want to live the way you've had it, because you're just out there and you just buy some insurance from somebody, you know, you can do it that way. Or you can call Pat Davis and let Pat Davis talk to you a little bit and show you the way that he does health insurance and save you 30 to 50%. Uh, when you look at how much you pay for, you know, health insurance, saving 30 to 50% is significant. And uh, I would never turn away money. You know, I want as much as the money that I make, I want to keep it so I can spend it on the things I want to spend it on. Now, I spend my money on health insurance, but it's not something that I really look forward to. So uh, you can look forward to this. No co-pays. How's that one sound? Uh, also, you can choose any provider in the nation, and it's actual insurance. It's not a share uh, plan. And you might even get uh, some checks back from your doctor or the hospital or the uh, urgent care facility that you use. Pat Davis, you can reach him at 501-605-6935. And number again, 501-605-6935. If he could save you 50% on your health insurance, doesn't it make sense to take a few moments out to make a phone call and talk to him? I bet you if I told you he could save you 50% on your heating bill, you'd call him right after you heard me talk about this. Or go visit him, yourhealthplanman.com. That's yourhealthplanman.com. Pat Davis. Don't forget to talk to him. He'll save you some money. All right, 636, and it is uh, 50, what did I said 50, it's uh, like 44 degrees outside, so it's a little chilly out. Yes. Not cold, but chilly. Long, it's telling us that sleeves. fall is upon us. Yeah, it's the end of summer. Little little frost on the pumpkin, although typically, don't. am I wrong or 
Don't we typically have a freeze before the 1st of November? You, you would have thought that we would have had at least a little bit of frost on the ground. And we right haven't now. had any. No, we really haven't had much that's very cold. I, I don't it's know. Be, we, maybe it's going to be another one of those great winters where maybe so. the temperature stays in the 40s. I can I dig that. I haven't taken any of my plants in, so I need yeah. to probably do that to some Yeah, of probably going to have to. Yes, I will just say this. Just keep the ice north of us. All right. I want to stay warm enough <laughs> that we don't have snow I can deal with. Ice I don't like to see. Yeah, I don't the, care how good of a driver you, you are. You don't like the ice. You ice don't drive on well on ice. I'm just telling you right now. I was talking to a friend of mine just the other day on the phone, and he was saying that he's not looking forward to ice up, no. in, up in Indiana. Mm. And no, sometimes well, that's a whole different sometimes the roads get impassable mm-hmm. when they tell you stay home stay home all right, <laughs> right. even here well snow plows don't work on ice no they don't okay. they they, yep. they throw down you Same know uh, that new carbonate or whatever it's a liquid that they put down in oh there. that is it like beet juice or something yeah no it's not beet it's just a it's just a, a chemical something they spray on it that, yeah they spray on the road and helps keep it from freezing up tight as a drum but it you know, when it gets yeah, they, really cold up there, it's just like, yeah. Well, in Pennsylvania, it was a complete different infrastructure thing. We had the night before they would be out salting, you know. Oh, well, yeah. Out. See, here we use sand. <laughs> I laugh at that. I laugh, I laugh in the face of sand. <laughs> As it doesn't do squat. So ice laughs in the yeah, face of sand. Yeah, it doesn't do squat. Throw some... Some ice, da- or ice. Salt. Throw some salt, or what's that little? Those little white balls that they got out oh, that you can buy the bags of. So it maybe it maybe it's the same chemical that we're ta- that you're talking about. Calcium carbonate. Calcium carbonate. Is that right? I think that's I don't it. Know if it would be, I can look it up. You okay. know, I have, you got, we, yeah, we, you we, got you got have, the world at your fingertips. Right. Have the world. We shouldn't have yeah. any questions. That's exactly right. Every yeah. answer is at your fingertips, right there. Okay, so let's talk about some of the things that are really going on right now because you need to know about them. Big story that is out there uh, for all of us to think about. Potassium chloride. Potassium chloride? I don't know. Isn't that what? Calcium, magnesium, acetate. Okay, so there's a lot of chemicals out there. There's a big election happening tomorrow in Virginia. And they always say this is a bellwether about what next year will look like for the midterm elections. Uh, McAuliffe, who has been governor of Virginia, already running for governor again, had a a clear lead in the Virginia race for governor to start the month. He led or was tied in 17 straight polls in the uh, real clear politics average until recently. Uh, should Republican hopeful Glenn Youngkin vanquish former Governor Terry McAuliffe tomorrow, the GOP victory could signal either renewed power for the Republican Party, the return of former President Donald Trump, or both. Naturally, the press is getting nervous. Uh, McAuliffe appears to have changed his strategy over the weekend as he was failing miserably and now what has happened, you know, it's all been about Trump. Yeah. That's what he's been running about Fine. is you don't want Trump back. So he's backtracking now and saying that the race is not about Trump. Huh. 
Now, that's a significant shift, to say before, the least. Right, a night before the election. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that ain't going to so, do him so, any good. It's too late. So they have their governor's race on off elections? Yes. On the off years? Wow. Yeah. On the... Uh, I read an article about the main issue that's putting some wind in the Republican sail. Yeah. It's critical race. Theory. Oh, yeah, yeah. CRT. You yeah. know, so that's. McAuliffe keeps saying that they've never taught CRT in Virginia. In 15, there's a big ad that uh, uh, the Department of Education ran about CRT and how great it was, mm-hmm. and it was Virginia. It was at the apex of of uh, teaching it. Oops. Oh, he just forgot about that. Yeah, he just for, yeah, and he forgot about all the books that are in their libraries about it, and, oh, and that their kids are reading. Yeah, so parents are fed, fed up with that. So, I think so. I think people are tired of being lied to. I mean, look, all politicians tend to extrapolate a little right. bit and can have a lot of hyperbole. However. When it comes to somebody like McAuliffe or Pelosi or some of them, they just flat out look at the camera and lie. Right. And Deceit. know that they are lying. And know you know half the time. Well, you should. They don't care. And they don't care that you know. I mean, well, a lot of it behind the scenes is corporatism and it's yeah. people, big companies with agendas that are funding the races that affects the politics and and we have that problem on both sides, but it's worse with yep. the Democrats. They're more willing to, to sell our freedom out right now than the Republicans are. The Republicans are just weak trying to play both sides, it seems like, a lot of times. Got to get time. rid of some of the current. In, in Arkansas, well, anyway, it, it, we get more, what, intermediate bills, would you say, instead of? <laughs> well, it kind of depends. So, so there's still Republicans out there and Democrats as well that are that are still Trying to get bills passed for their cronies, for their for their supporters, and whoever else. And some of them, I, I think, they believe in the cause. But you know, when you've when you've got big campaign donors that are that are really fortifying your campaign, calling and receipts campaigns, which, then then you, you may be a little bit more inclined to to listen to them when they just look at the bold bills that could have done good for Arkansas, like the Second Amendment when Arkansas. What was it called? The uh, um, that was a Second Amendment, Second Amendment Preservation Act, or what, what, I can't remember the the name of it. But but yeah, there was there was a bill that nearly got sovereignty the bill was a big one. Sovereignty bill that was sovereign. That was I think it was the word the that's, word that scares all moderate Republicans. Yes, yeah, sovereignty. sovereignty. Well, and what was interesting though is that it passed. It passed through both houses, and then the governor vetoed it. And then we, then there just weren't enough Republicans override in in the House to, to override the it. The deal was, and actually, and actually, it never got voted on in in the House. Right. So they override, and so the speaker actually kind of killed it. So yeah, then, Matthew, Sh- uh, it was right, Matthew Shepard, Shepard, right? Yeah. So then you, I mean, you go back to a next bold bill I can think of is is a special elections bill to. To keep that one, is such a no brainer to keep one percent of a community to pass hundreds of millions of we dollars. We know that, taxes. don't we? Yeah, personally. Yeah, one percent <laughs> can pass millions of dollar taxes on the yeah, 99 60 million. And here's what's sad about it because a change in laws, uh, local entities, you know, like uh, uh, in Cabot, the, the you know, quorum court or the city council, they don't have any limit now on what they can run up their uh, 
uh, bond issues on. That was taken away last uh, time, was it, was it, or two years ago. Maybe it was three years ago for the, Take the, limits the regular, off yeah, took the limits off of it. So, so they can run you into debt big well, time. I think it's a bad idea to let government go into debt, generally speaking, at all. Maybe you should allow it for, for war, actual war times. But, you know, if, I think it's kind of moronic to allow government to go into debt for some local um, community center, or something like, like a that. wave, a wave. Yeah, that, that's, well, that's, well, that's more. That's come up. <laughs> that, 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 How about our vaccine bill? I mean, did we? I mean, I mean, that's that's was it, from the was federal. That, was that a federal. real strong? Uh, you know, uh, I mean, that, that's yeah. I mean, it that, seems like everything government. is moderate. R, R, D, I mean, really a, moderate. Yeah, R, 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 D, that is a Luke perfect Warm. example, and of you know they want the money from the federal government exactly. That's they will not stand up to them. They, no. This state has not stood up. Not to the when you get billions of dollars. Not yeah. when your when your slush fund is a billion dollars. Come More on. Chest. So you know, and that takes me back. We can't get anything really conservative done in this state because because, because we're a debtor. Are we are a debtor state. Yeah, we're now you look at Tennessee. Explain Tennessee that. passed a, a immunization bill that has some teeth in it mm. that protects workers. So and when I'm, I'm and ready RD, to see, and what you're talking about with the debtor state is that Arkansas collects a pile of money from the federal government beyond what Arkansas taxpayers. Fork yeah, let, out. let's explain that. To right. People. So, so what happens is that that um, so the the state budget is what a little over five, five or billion. six billion dollars right now. I think. And up and up until up until a couple of years before COVID, I think the the federal contribution, in addition to that five or six billion that we as Arkansans pay, the fe- the federal government forked over twenty five, thirty billion dollars. Oh, thirty billion dollars. And think but, about so, that. And I don't know what it's going to be this year because of COVID. But I mean, it's it's probably going to be even a lot more than well, we that. had a real good year um, this year. But you so, know. Well, how many trillions of dollars <laughs> did they spend on COVID up in the? I, I don't know, even know the federal government. I don't, I don't even know and trillions it, of dollars. And, and how and how many um, um, quasi private companies have made just billions of dollars off of their COVID support? And let's just talk about pure. Political gain in the state. It's just socialism. Amazing how forward. much we took. Political power. And there's no. There's yeah, no. There's oh no, yeah. That's right. what comes and then, and, exactly and so it's, right. and it's not yeah. just that's the state either. It. It's it's um, these local cities and counties have have they're sitting on piles of money right now, figuring out how to spend it. So don't uh, don't let them tell you that because they ran a tight ship in the state of Arkansas is why we've got a billion dollars. Sitting surplus. in our surplus, uh, <laughs> that we had good policies that directed people to bring their their work here to uh, the state of our. That's not true. Most of that additional money that has gone into our treasury, uh, into our uh, surplus, is COVID money. It's it's billions upon billions. And we've uh, raised a, a bunch dollar. of gas taxes, too. You're exactly oh, yeah. right. That's but new. think about all the gas taxes that we've raised. So, you know, you go on TV, hey, we're going to have a special session to lower taxes. How about all those taxes you've been raising for the last You're going to get rid of them? Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> all right. But it doesn't happen. Governor.
hearing that we may not do it until after the beginning of the year. Wow. There's some issues that right because then yeah. there's going to be well, issues come up all right we got to take a break and we'll talk about some of those issues like a heartbeat bill all right let's not stop he, he doesn't kids. want to talk about that all right uh, 501-246-3655 the number four hillcrest designer jewelry eric is waiting to hear from you about what you want to give that special uh, significant other for christmas and you need because, look, you don't make a, a brand-new ring out of thin air in a matter of just days. It takes some time. He wants to talk to you. He'll ask you questions like, well, as she said, there's certain rings that she liked. As she talked to you about certain gemstones, maybe natural stones either. Does she like uh, white gold or gold gold or rose gold or what kind of gold does she like? Maybe she likes silver. I'm lucky my wife likes silver, so that cuts off several hundred dollars off of any jewelry that I have made for her. He's located at 3000 Cavanaugh Boulevard in Suite E. He opens up Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. He is closed on Sunday, so if you've been biting at the bit to get this started, you can do it today starting at 10 a.m. at Hillcrest Designer Jewelry. Phone number 501 246 3655 and talk to Eric. All right. I got something for you. You can you won't believe it when you hear it. Here's here's this, there's a story out on the hill. It's a newspaper up in Congress. Uh and listen to this. A survey found that 34% of white students who applied to colleges falsely claimed they were a racial minority on their application. How many, how many? What percent? 34%. 34%. Most students, 48% of them, claim to be Native American right. on their applications. I'm Native American. 77% of white applicants who lied about their race on their application were accepted to those colleges. Shows you how close they really check on this. Right. <laughs> you show up and who? what was the... Was it, I know the the movie was called Soul Man. Does everybody remember that movie? I yeah. I forget who who starred in that. Wasn't it Robert? Dan- was no. I forget who. Robert Downey Jr. No, I don't think it was Robert Downey Jr. I think he might have been in it, but there's another guy that was the lead. I'll look it up in a moment. But you know, you couldn't do that movie now because you got a white guy wearing blackface. Oh my God! They'd go crazy. Well, he, he did play. He did do blackface in another movie, and they raised all kinds of heck over. I can't re- He was in Tropical Thunder. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a great movie. <laughs> yeah. It's a hilarious movie. Right. I like I like when they recreate Platoon right. <laughs> in that movie. And I like Tom Cruise when he shows up and he looks like he's 80 pounds overweight and he's, he's just busting a move. That's a pretty funny movie. But anyway, there. this is for, for real. 34% of white students who applied to colleges falsely claimed they were a racial minority on their applications. And 77% of them got into their school. Well, no it shows checks. you how well they check on yeah, this stuff. Checks. Well, I mean, but, check but I wonder how, what is the percentage of those that, that were given priority status because they were 
because they marked themselves minorities. 77%. But, but was it was it because they got minority status or because they were qualified anyway? I'm, I'm going to say if a kid said that they were a minority, it was because they wanted to make sure they got yeah, they in got, because they, they know whether you're – it, it isn't about being qualified anymore. Yeah, it's about – Checking what color you well, are or what you, uh, ethnicity you are. If you, you made are. a 34 on the ACT, it doesn't make any difference what your what your um, racial status is from that standpoint. Most schools would probably let you in, but if you're if you're if you're marginal on the on your test scores and you're you're looking for any any little thing that will give you extra points to get in, then yeah, I could see that. C. Thomas Howell yeah. was in was in that movie with Ray Dawn Chong. I haven't heard her name in forever. No. Oh, she was the last movie I remember her being in was the the the, the Cave Clan or whatever that movie was. That, the clan of the uh, what is that? Do you remember that that yeah. that book was like bigger than any book ever? Cave Clan of the Bear or Cave bear? something Bear Cave Bear Clan, clan of the Bear, bear, bear Cave or whatever I don't know, but everybody was reading it. I didn't right. read it. It looked like a stupid book to me, but that was all right. <laughs> People can read what they read want to. I don't care. You know, waste your time. Don't be. That was back in 1986. Uh, to achieve his dream of attending Harvard, a pampered teen poses as a young black man to receive a full scholarship. <laughs> Whoever says I always I always tell you that uh, culture is upstream from politics. It's true. It's where it is. Just telling you. I think you. it proves itself all think the time. Think about that, I, R.D. Seven, uh, three quarters of white students who are wanting to go to college claim that they're some other ethnicity or, or color or whatever, mostly Native American. I guess they figure. Who did they learn it from? Yeah. Yeah. Well, who, who Warren, Elizabeth it? Warren. Uh-oh. You know, Pocahontas. <laughs> It worked. It worked for her. It sure okay. did. Well, even when I was going she's to not college, saying it. She's that. not talking about it much it, anymore. It and she got she got beat bad. Well, <laughs> there, there may be an ethics issue. I don't know. Maybe for her. <laughs> she's in Congress. About, Are there ethnic issues, yeah. issues now? Wait a minute, isn't that part of the qualifications for being a congressman? Is you Sometimes almost, you almost kind of have to be a little bit corrupt. You got to. Well, that's the reason we have term limits. That's the reason you need term limits in Washington. Yes. Is after they make too many friends and get too ingrained in the system up there, they need to come out and go back. Yeah. And even the Republicans, let's say, you know, let's see that one of our some of our guys grow draw a good opponent a good opponent this year and everybody acts like it's a terrible thing for like rick crawford to have an opponent it's not a terrible thing i mean it's a good thing primaries are good and sometimes when people been there for too long you know you need somebody that is free enough to make a decision on their own oh mitch well i think sometimes and we're about to we'll we'll do it we'll take it up in the next hour because we got news next here on the dave ellswick show
All right, let's get to it here as we continue on the Dave Ellswick Show. Uh, Coming up, you're going to hear these clashes about abortion and gun rights this week at the Supreme Court. Now, let's be honest here. The uh, abortion law in Texas is not really going to change abortion as we know it, even if we win it. Uh, in the United States, all it's about is can you pass a law that uh, the people can sue other people who are doing something? I think what it does is kind of allows individuals to have civil standing. Yeah, that's to, what it to, is in Texas right sort now. Sort of like a wrongful death suit. Yeah, so that's what they're going to be arguing Which over. Is, they're not going to be arguing over Roe v. Wade or anything well, no, like yeah, that. Yeah, not technically, because this is it's, and that's I think one of the reasons why they didn't strike it down uh, straight off the bat is it's a new idea. Because I mean, generally speaking, generally speaking, you don't have um, not at least everybody doesn't have have um, grounds. To, to file a wrongful death suit just for anybody else. I mean, if so, but like if someone kills my mother in a car accident, then I would probably have standing to sue for wrongful death. But if somebody kills Dave in a car accident, I'm not related to Dave. Right. I mean, we're, we're friends, but, and we've known each other for years, but I, I don't have enough connection with Dave to file a wrongful death suit over his death if someone kills him in a car accident or through negligence of some other sort. But in... Texas now, Apparently, you yes. can sue an abortion provider. Right, which is kind of a neat, a neat concept. And I don't think it's invalid either because the reality is that in murder cases, the, the reality is that the, the, the crime of murder, was, the actual victim can't, can't sue, obviously. Um, and, and a murderer is a threat to all of us, not just the family right. of, the, of the murdered victim. And so it's it's not a and, and I don't think it's an invalid concept to give basically everyone in society standing to file a wrongful death suit against murderers. Now I think it's kind of that concept is a little bit bizarre if you can't actually if there's not enough evidence to prosecute. But the fact is that we can't trust the government to prosecute anyway. And so that's that's yeah. part of the problem is that I, I think we need as citizens we need some method to bring about accountability when government refuses to do so. And I think this is one of those, this is one of those avenues. And I think it's maybe one of those, it's a, it's a, a stopgap measure, if you will, to, right. to, to um, bring some accountability when the government refuses to do so. I think it's kind of cool. Well, here's the key. Uh, you know, this is going to look at abortion, which is nearly five decades old. Okay. Mm-hmm. That, that we've, what we've had here in the United States and people say, well, it's been around for 50 years. Why should you change it now? Well, because, then I guess we shouldn't have tra- changed Dred Scott then. Yeah, I mean, right. yeah, that's, that's a terrible reason. People are killing their children. Well, it's, they've been doing it for a long time. We should let them keep doing yeah, it. No, you shouldn't. That. <laughs> no, like just because people have been killing their kids for 50 years doesn't mean you should. Just, they should just keep killing their kids. That's moronic. Well, if you follow the science now, the science is so much better on those images you can bring up on what a child is and when well, a child well, is. To, to some extent, there, there's some validity to that. It's just that, that you know, I mean, I'm being facetious. A hundred years ago. There's the the idea of what was going on in pregnancy was probably less understood, especially by the masses. But now it's not really a secret. No, 
I mean, it's it, well. If you don't know, it's only because you've tried not to well, know. It, it's very, it's very <laughs> easy to concerned. know. Five hundred years ago, a, a lot of people probably it's probably easy to, to to have expected. A lot of people they don't have any idea what's going on in pregnancy. You get fat, and then all of a sudden a baby pops out um, after uh, several, eight or ten months. Well, they had a and, Bible to tell them what well, was going on. But but even 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 then, though, a lot of people don't read their Bible, and so you could maybe kind of plead some ignorance there. But today, you just don't have that same excuse. I think, and it's it's yeah. But even even back around the around the time this country was formed in the seventeen um, hundreds, abortion was even illegal back then under English law. I mean, it, it's not a it's not a a a, 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 a totally new concept. I mean, because it was it wasn't a felony like murder. Back then, but you, I think it was Blackstone talks about it in the um, his commentary on on English law. But it wasn't; it was even illegal back two, three hundred years ago to have an mm. abortion. Even the reasoning on the original law, the reasoning on it is just not right. No, it's not. It's, in the Roe v. Wade, there's no, yeah, there's the no Wade. privacy issue there. That's no. what they've always said. That's, it, that, that's a bizarre yeah. argument. It's like to kill someone over a privacy issue. No, I mean it's like. Yeah. Your right to kill I mean, the, the, the Fourth Amendment right to, to privacy doesn't include your right to kill someone. That's absurd. That's for the Democrats. I think it stands to be questioned it's, it's and a, overruled, and it's sad that we haven't done it yet. It's a stupid, I agree. It's a stupid argument. Got blood on our hands about this one, yeah. I'm just telling you. The court on Monday, today, will not directly address the legality of SB 8. That's the abortion law in Texas. Okay. Rather, the justices will consider whether the challengers can have their claims heard in federal court. Uh, the, that question is complicated by the law's unique legislative design, which critics liken to a bounty system. So anyway, that's that's what's really going on there. I mean, think about these two issues that are going in front of the court right now. You got one abortion and two gun rights. That's the other one that's going to be one from New York decided. Yeah, dealing in in New York City, and uh, a lot of people said what is interesting about this uh, is that it will give people a, a view of how conservative the court really is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that will you know be will they will they flex their conservative muscles or won't they? It's questionable. My- my question would be, where would we be if Hillary Clinton would have been well, elected? Yeah, that's and scary. All I got to say is the last three Supreme right. Court I've thought justices. about that, too. Where would we be? We well, look have. at the guy that's head of the DOJ, who's the AG now, and what he had to say to Cotton, some of the, the senators, about uh, just saying that we need to put the uh, the FBI at school board meetings. Yeah. And he wouldn't. he would not pull that down. No, he wouldn't, even after they rescinded the letter and everything. He was still going right full force. And may I say to Senator Cotton, way to go, dude. You put him on notice big time. You really did. Eric told me about that. Cause well, he, said, he, he said it right to him. He says, thank God you're not on the Supreme Court. Right. I tell you. I tell you, people as radical as Donald Trump was, I didn't. Th- I don't think the day he was elected that he fired enough people. There were so many no people way. that were after him at the DOJ, in the FBI, and everywhere. He should have cleaned house yes. on day one. But it'd I've be interesting. I don't know how many of those people, 
because I feel the same way, all right? But the part of America that is unionized the most is the federal government. So I don't know if he could have fired them or not. I don't know. That, and that's a mess because can you imagine? Thank you, John F. Kennedy. Oh, can, can you imagine going and becoming president and then you've got just hordes and hordes and hordes of bureaucrats that all of them need to be fired? And working against you. Some people think they need to be replaced also. I mean, I, I like the idea of just firing them. Don't, don't hire anybody else right. to replace them. But that, but if you had, if you actually have to replace these bureaucrats, who do you replace them with? Well, the thing about it is, all agencies are political. There is not a government agency that right, right, is right. not political. Right, you can't, you and, can't and disconnect. So you can't separate. If you're going to get something done and and make progress, then you need to be able to change the department heads. If if well, you are hired but, to but, change a company and change the atmosphere of a company. You come in, you get rid of the department head. Yeah, right. but they're not you get rid of protected by the unions. Right. But, but that's part of the, the problem part here. Of, and part of the issue yeah, is, though, that, that that you and I know quite a few people. Could you could you think of more than 100 people that you would actually trust enough to put in some of these positions? And he's yeah. probably had to ha, probably would have had to find thousands. Right. And thousands. I know Donald Trump probably knows more people than you and I. But the reality is that. Who on earth knows enough people who could quickly um, what you have to, put into place and who would actually want to do it? I mean, and, you and, and I know some really look, I, I, if, if if 34 percent of kids trying to go to college will say they're a different color or just, you know, they're American Indian or whatever. What will they say if they're trying to get a government job? Who knows? I'm just saying who, who knows? Who knows? Well, you have to trust. You have to trust people that you do know. And he asked for the job, and he got it. All sure. I'm saying is, it's amazing that we got three people on the Supreme Court. It's amazing it that we did. Well, they actually followed the Constitution. They followed the Constitution. <laughs> they, well, have, they haven't blown it. They haven't blown it up yet. And it but. will be interesting to see because sometimes we get these Republicans that will will that will get a Supreme Court nominee on, and they just turn, kind of turn out to be duds. And um. And and so we'll see this. And I think Dave's point was this will be an interesting test to see kind of where, where I think it's stand. going to be. So when we come back, we'll talk about the second thing that they're going to be looking at this week. And that is a Second Amendment case in New York City. Uh, and that issue is a New York gun control measure that challengers say infringes on their right to bear arms outside their home. We'll talk about it. This could be as big as the case in D.C. was. It really, really could be. Hang in there. We're coming back here on the Dave Ellswick Show. I want to remind you about uh, PI Roofing. They're going to take good care of your roof. I Before you get into wintertime and while the weather is decent, why don't you have them out and have them get up on your roof and look at it? Because what you don't want is have areas that you know that water is standing on your roof and it freezes, it forms ice dams. And sometimes when that water backs up behind an ice dam, it gets underneath your shrink, uh, your shingles and starts destroying your roof. Uh, talk to PI Roofing at 707-3551 about a time they can come back and out to your house and check things out for you. I'm going to have Joel back on on Thursday and we're going to talk about some of these things. But he also wants to talk about, you know, I always talk about your house. He wants to talk about your business. 
because many of you who are small business people have your own buildings and some of you have flat top buildings and you've been told that flat top buildings always leak and Joel will tell you that that's not the case. So be listening uh, on Thursday for Joel Johnson from PI Roofing here on the Dave Ellswick Show. You can also visit them online, piroofing.com. All right, so here's what's coming up uh, Wednesday. Wednesday's when this uh, particular piece of legislation will be heard. The justices will hear arguments in one of the biggest Second Amendment cases in a decade. At issue is a New York gun control measure that challengers say infringes on their right to bear arms outside their home. The New York law under review gives discretion to licensing officials over whether they should approve concealed carry permits. The lawsuit arose after an official denied two New York residents' requests for unrestricted carry licenses, saying the applicants had not demonstrated, quote, a proper cause. They carry handguns at all times. Now, this takes you right back to what we've always been told. Uh, the, the, the Constitution says you have the right to keep and bear arms. No infringement. The, yeah, New York doesn't say that. They say you got to go in front of a committee, basically, and they'll tell you if you've got a good reason for why you say you need a gun. So not only do they do they make you want to make you have to jump through hoops and get permission and and mother may I sort of thing is that if you don't have a good enough reason for them they just say no anyway. That's exactly and right. that's just that's wrong. Yeah. And so, so everything word. in that process was wrong. Okay. Well, the Biden administration is throwing its weight behind New York, of course, and urged the court to defer to the long-standing practice. Now, let's understand something about long-standing practice. Uh, If it was wrong when it was initiated, it's still wrong today, even though it's been in effect for decades. That's what we were talking about, abortion. Uh, And you can change it. You don't have to just go with it because, well, it's been around a long time. People people have gotten used to being screwed. So why should we change that? Yeah, they used to treat black people like animals or worse than animals in some cases. And, well, that's just a longstanding tradition. We should just keep that in place. They treated them like property. That's 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 right. Right. And that's, that's, that's a terrible argument. This 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 idea of, well, we've just got a longstanding precedent, so we should just keep it up. No, that's a terrible reason to do it. All right. Cases draw an enormous outside interest. Firearms advocates who say history is on their side want the justices to use the case as a vehicle to expand gun rights outside the home. Many Democratic-run states and cities where killings are rampant, by the way, uh, you know, as well as gun control advocacy groups warned that public safety be, would be imperiled if gun regulations are scuttled. Now, let me ask you a question. Do you really think that's the case when you look at Philadelphia, when you look at Chicago, when you look at New York and you look at the uh, look at Little Rock? Uh, how many gun deaths are happening every year in, that somehow in their laws are protecting the the populace, the concealed carry. Yeah, they're trying to say the concealed carry owners are a problem, 
in this. And if well, you no, look at the right. truth, yeah, you should be more concealed. afraid of the police officers yeah, than you are concealed carry yeah, permit carry, holders. Yes, the reality is, the right reality, now, you're, you're exactly right. The concealed carry people that carry guns are are safer than the police officers. Yeah, let me throw this Go over ahead. at at uh, uh, Simone. This case, how many people do you think this case would have a direct effect on? Well, the the ramifications could be huge. Yeah, eighty million Americans yeah, live, live within jurisdictions that million uh, who uh, live in states with quote proper uh, cause laws. Well, I tell you, I tell you this: it's worse than that, Dave. If they open this up, it could flip a bunch more states to go that direction. If you if you open it up, because if it goes the wrong way. Then there could be some borderline states that pass. In New York, the- try to take it back that they were. Uh, I thought New York tried to take back the fact that they were appealing it or whatever, or, or that they had actually put something. Yeah, they didn't want it to get in front of the Supreme that, Court, so, they, so they, re- they they repealed it. Or they didn't or want it to go in front of the Supreme Court. They had second did, thoughts about it. Did they drop charges or something like that? They tried to. Well, but the somebody Court. probably got a phone call. We've seen people get phone calls before. Right. And so sometimes I think what, what, what can happen is that sometimes the courts won't hear something. Well, it's, it's a moot point now. And so, but the reality is someone had their rights violated. Right. And, and now this issue needs to be decided. And the fact is that, that the city of New York, Needs to be punched in the nose by the by the federal government. I think because, they realized that was going to happen be, because they're criminals, is what they are. Yeah, they're, they're, they've they've got a history of violating people's rights. There, there was. I mean, New York's got their got this history of the stop and frisk thing, where they would they would literally just trash your rights and come search you without cause. And nobody, as far as I know, nobody went to jail for that. Now it was it was kind of cool during the last election when the former mayor of New York was getting just hammered for that illegal criminal policy that he had in place that he supported back then. Right. Well, it comes down to the English, you know, maybe, maybe infringed with it, a state, the constitution says shall, shall not, not be a friend. It has optional. been misinterpreted from shall not be infringed to that. We may issue you a license right. yeah. instead yeah. of we shall yeah. infringe you. So what if are, you can come and prove to us, just like Dave was saying, so good we may give right. you one if you have a good cause, if you can prove to us that you need one, it's really nothing about if yeah. you're if you're an upstanding citizen and and person. What if they're issuing the right to vote on a on a on a May issue basis? We we don't right. know if you're a good enough person for us to trust you with the right to vote. So you know you it's don't really the, have a good cause to vote. So we're not going to let you. It's vote. in the definitions. What shall not, what's the definition of shall not be a friend? It's not what's a defi- you, what's the definition of is. <laughs> that's right. exactly no. They do it's coming, that's that's exactly what it's shall. coming down to. So they're saying it may be infringed. Sure. It may right. be infringed and said it, it shall and, not and the be courts, infringed. The courts have Quickly. a history of just being moronic on some of this stuff. <laughs> they can read very, very clear constitutional provisions and say, that's not what it means. That's when of it becomes it means that. that's when it becomes a political entity. Sure. Right. That's when it becomes they, a political they put entity. themselves in the position of being a legislative I'm, body. I'm gonna share this on my Facebook page. My niece just sent me her picture. She's listening to the show tonight. And she sent me her picture with her new uh shirt that says, Let's go Brandon. Oh <laughs> yeah, we were gonna make some of those. <laughs> awesome. You get one extra large. Awesome. All right. Be happy to pay for it, no problem whatsoever. All right, we got news coming your way. And then after the news, we will uh, 
take up uh, some more issues and keep you up to date on on what's going on here on the, the Dave Ellswick Show. I'm trying to get over to my clock right now so I know exactly what time it is. Because if I don't, I'll screw it up. Now I know, and it's time to go to Bill O'Reilly. All right, you've had your traffic and gotten your cup of joe. Now you're back on the Dave Ellswick Show. And let me remind you about East End Towing. You run into problems out on the highway. Your car breaks down. Or let's say you went to Walmart. You ran in. You just wanted to run back out and go home. And you get back to your car, and there's your key in the ignition. And the doors are locked. What do you do? Well, you call East End Towing. They can get into your car and and uh, take care of that for you. Uh, if you happen to have a flat tire, they'll change it for you. Uh, they do everything that uh, you need done if you have a problem out on the road. You know, no matter the uh, situation, uh, East End Towing can handle it, and they've got all the answers. But to get the answers, you got to call. So put this number in your phone book. Uh, 501-888-8849, 501-888-8849. That's East End Towing. Dave Ellswick Show, continuing. We've got uh, a little less than a half hour to go. So I think that we talked enough about New York City, and you can kind of get the, get the feeling that this is going to be a big decision. If they, if they say that... Governments don't have the right to tell you that your reasoning, whatever it is that you have, that you want a uh, a gun, that they can't tell you you can't have it, how that's going to affect people. This is another Tenth Amendment issue. Yeah. Well, I mean, this there are two different playgrounds for states and the federal government, right. well, this, and they're not playing. Well, right. this isn't even a Tenth no. Amendment issue because the, the Second Amendment Covers at all. Well, it's yeah. It shouldn't. I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's not it's, in the state's ballpark. No, it's in the federal. It's in the federal government. It's the constitutional ballpark. The Tenth Amendment says the things up to this point are federal controlled, and the federal government will make the constitution will make the decision for things up to this point. After this point, it's to the states. Do you think it's ever going to come down on the, on the, here in this state in Arkansas? that we will see them lower the cost of having a concealed carry to a reasonable rate like 5 bucks that's what it that's what it is in indiana i mean i understand and i look i support the state police but the cost of getting a license for your gun mm-hmm. as far as it, uh, for concealed carry was never intended to be a cash cow to uh, help you guys have a really good retirement or be cumbersome. That's right. right. Never. If, they, if they need to save some money, they can go fire some of their top brass that are that are hardcore anti-gun rights advocates. Well, you don't have to fire them; just cut their their salaries to where they should be. You know, what? Paul, you and I, we used to play it all the time. I don't have it any longer. I wished I did, but I used to have. Audio of the lady I from the, can still get the, that. the state police. Yeah, I bet we can still get that. Who, yeah, who sat right in front of a uh-huh. committee and said that the reason that they couldn't cut uh, the cost of concealed carry licenses because it would put the uh, retirement system for the state police in disarray. But I mean, that's typical Arkansas. But the people that wanted to protect the license, they've been might have been smart enough to make it part of the budget. 
that that, oh, uh, that we can't live did. in out may because have been we there. know Arkansas. We, you know, we can't cut a fee. I mean, or, they, they, or they never, they never admitted to that. But you know, if you, but if you get something that is part of the establishment and part of the money that they're using for retirement mm-hmm. stuff like that, well, then the Democrats can't come along and kill the license because we're using it for the money. So, okay, so it, by next it, Monday, it might work to our advantage. By next Monday, <laughs> well, Paul, you and I will find that audio. Just so we can, I bet we can people. find it. Yeah, I can. I can text somebody see if we can find and it. And we'll have it. I used to have it in my archives, and some things went wrong with the archives, mm-hmm. and it's now in the ether the out there somewhere. The heap archives. You yeah. know, when I get excited about a tax cut, is whenever they come <laughs> and cut the budget and say we're going to be spending this much less money. So here's guess where I'll get excited about. I'll get excited about a tax cut when they don't talk about a tax increase to cover a tax cut. That's the way they do your favorite term, revenue neutral. Revenue neutral, man. Don't even say that to me as a Republican. I find that repugnant. And and you remember that that bill that got passed? It was going to give a tax cut to veterans, and but then it was going to impose a new tax. Boy, I fought that. Four new taxes. Right. So so what happened was this was back before, just as Internet downloads were kind of starting to become a thing, and so they imposed like a sales tax or something on Internet downloads. downloads. It's worth millions of dollars. And so that that initially their estimate on that was probably pretty low, and so they could look like, well, this is going to be a revenue neutral thing. I, I bet you what happened was that those Internet downloads ramped up to the point where it's maybe people are downloading internet internet programs or whatever it is their um their um songs and videos and such i i bet you it's 50 or 100 times what it was when that law passed and so the tax they're collecting on it far exceeds I'll the get tax the guy, i'll they get the guys from acre on they can talk about all this well like i said i, I want you to ask acre like you know i said at how much how many people do we have to send home when arkansas is revenue neutral as your term, whenever we live off of our own budget. So how many unnecessary employees do we have to send home to be able to stand on no, our you, own you, you get me wrong. I don't want anything that's revenue ne- neutral. I want a cut to mean a cut. Well, sure. I understand what you're saying, but what I'm talking about is the state lives off the money that we send out to the federal government balanced with what we collect in taxes. Yeah, yeah. So, we don't get, receive more than we pay out. Mm-hmm. We actually live within our means. Right. So, so, so we can take. We can't take our schools back. We can't take <laughs> our uh, our rights back. We can't stand up against abortion and tell the federal government right. that we're not going to have abortion in the state of Arkansas until we can live within our means. Sure, right. When someone's when someone is actually feeding you because you've become so addicted to them, and you and and you can't. You, you don't feel like you can say, no, I won't comply with your stupid laws or your criminal laws or whatever it might be because, well, I might not be able to eat tomorrow. My dad told me my, when I was 16, you'll be independent when you're financially independent. Right. When, you're, when, and you're, when you don't have somebody hanging over the you. The Bible says that. Bible says you're a slave to whomever you owe to. Borrower, yeah. slave, to that, lender. That's exactly right. So. It's Arkansas fair. needs to be prepared to stand up to the federal government, yeah. really. And when we yes. will be able to is when we're willing with, within our means mm-hmm. with the people that we've got at the Capitol right now, they are not willing. No. That's well, because And you want to know why? Because the people aren't willing. Because the, the people right. of Arkansas are not willing. You talk about freedom to most people, 
Freedom is cool until it's going to cost them something. Well, I tell you what, whenever your money, when your money is more important than than children's lives that are that are being killed, when money is more important than that, then you stoop to a new low. Not only not only lives of children, but your children being education. Yeah, educated with falsehoods, completely being. I don't understand how the people of Arkansas now cannot look at public education and understand the detriment to their children that it really is. We need educational freedom to start with. People's money ought to follow their children. I agree I had totally. someone tell me that at lunch. Uh, a friend of mine, he bought my lunch yesterday, too. But when I went to thank him for well, it. Well, see, you wanted to be fed. No, I don't. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. But, but whenever I talked, went over to talk to him, you know, the point that he said, this is just a hardworking, good guy that's, that watches politics. He says that whenever people can send their kids to the school they want and their money follows them so they don't have to pay two for two education, right. then parents can control what their children, better control what their children learn. But right now, when they control the money that they're paying for the kids' education, they control the education of the children. Well, maybe if we get back to the way education used to be in the United States and Kids could read and actually write and could think for themselves and things of that nature. And we weren't paying exorbitant amounts to to have our children educated. I mean, understand this about the the government state budget. Sixty one cents of every dollar goes to public education. And what are we getting out of it? DH. Good question. Yeah, that's needs to DHS be. DHS is, is way you up. Know, it, well, they get a lot, but it's, it's public education, 61 cents out of every dollar. But you know, No doubt about it. But, you know, uh, but everybody, every time we talk about educational freedom and big, bold moves that we've been wanting to see in the state of the Arkansas. The Republicans run and hide. always blame the governor. They've been, is that not true? <laughs> have, is, have they not been blaming the governor for the last? Eight, eight well, years. some of the funding stuff is because they 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 pass yeah, a bunch of different not, bills. He's and, not casting the votes; it's the people the, in the state house right, and this, senate this, that are casting they, the votes. And they Thank they you can very put much. a stop to this garbage if they choose. Yeah, they so could. They could. And when you look at when they're talking about school choice, you know, look, it. Lori Lee is going to be on tomorrow. She can talk it, about it, that directly on my show. Ask her when you it's going to happen. Right. Yeah, when pigs fly. Well, I I don't know. <laughs> But I'm I think well, it won't be long till they won't be able to blame the governor anymore. It's been going we'll on. To... It's been going along a long time. I can get Bruce Westerman on and talk about. He had some great ideas about because one of the big arguments they had was because of Lakeview. You know, you had to keep how much money went to certain schools at a certain rate so that it was equitable education. And now, and he said, "Well, look." Put the money, give the money to the students. Every student gets the exact same amount of money to take to a school that they want to attend. That's equitable. That's equal. That meets all the preview of Lakeview. Do it that way. Boy, he couldn't get a second, basically. That's that's exactly where we need to go. But he couldn't get a second. I mean, that was what ten but years ago. You can get a second. It's, it's such Betsy a mess, DeVos though, be, was because to do that. Well, it's such a mess, though, because we've got such a powerful um, lobby with the with the government schools. And so it's, it's more. It's more with the uh, 
Uh, teachers Association. No, no, it's not even the teachers. It's the the superintendents. Mm-hmm. Well, and, what, so who we elect. So much power there. Who we it's elect just, has consequences. Who you're elected. When when, right. when school board elections coming up again? I don't, those, I don't those know. Are, I might run for school. Board. Those are in the spring, aren't they? I yeah. think so. Here in in Arkansas, yeah, I think they may be in the spring. Although I think that Little Rock, North Little Rock, and uh, Pulaski uh, Special School District is like this week or something. I don't, I don't know. It might be. But I mean, they can pick whatever they want. But it's it's it is one of those <laughs> things. Though it's such a powerful organization. And it's. I, I, I think we should make. And it their really, power lies right. in the lies that they tell. Well, and, and, and money. money. Change. And money. Well, and we, they can and when we've got tax-funded money. lobbying groups like this, it, it, it's 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 a mess because you know Artie Hopper and I take off work to go down and and and, and go to the Capitol, and a lot of us, a lot of people can't do that. A lot of people can't spend a lot of time down at the Capitol to, to lobby. But, against their state government. Right, but but we have to compete <laughs> with other state-funded organizations who lobby against our interests. All right, we've got to get a break in. we got one more segment to go, and uh, stick around. We'll have something else that we'll talk about that we want to keep in front of you. David Lucas wants you to remember, if you're concerned about your, the out-of-control government spending, the soaring inflation, the political unrest, and the rapid decline in the U.S. dollar, then uh, gold and silver, like most people are finding, is a way to protect your nest egg. You don't want 1970s-style inflation destroy your retirement, or worse than that, stagnation. Learn how silver and gold could help you protect your assets, IRA, 401K, and hard-earned savings. All you got to do is call 501-222-3315. They'll, uh, you'll get to work with one of the only regulated and licensed national wholesalers in the country so you get direct prices from a dealer that you can trust. Learn more about buying silver and gold. Call 501-222-3315. 501-222-3315. Investment advisory services are offered through David Lucas Financial, an Arkansas registered investment Advisor. All right. So my uh, my niece sent me another message saying that it's one of her friends that makes these uh, shirts and she's going to send me a link. So I'll put it up on my Facebook page as soon as I have it. Uh, so you can get one if you want it. And, uh, let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. Yeah, get that. Yeah, it's not what it stands for. It's, all right. But anyway, just so you know, I saw a guy in Walmart yesterday had a really nice hoodie. I'm a big hoodie fan. I love, I love hoodies, hoodies, all right? Uh, and uh, he had one on uh, that was Let's Go Let's go, Brandon on the front of it with the American flag. It's going to be a national <laughs> motto before long. It will, well, it's, it's working that way. Oh. It's working that way. So uh, I was looking here. I guess an uh, I, I Love Trump uh, rant broke out during Biden speaking. At one of the, yeah, and he was like, that's okay, that's okay, just let him go. You guys meet me, meet me afterwards, we can talk. Is that maybe because he can't get his own supporters to show up? Right, right. Both of them. Oh, who was that, Biden? Yeah. Yeah. They had a We uh, Love Trump chant break out during one of his speaking engagements. uh Well, we'll see. We'll see. I, I'll believe it when the votes are counted and they're in and we've won overwhelmingly. And I believe that will happen next November. 
I believe that the beginning of it will start tomorrow in Virginia. Everyone's so worried about election integrity at this point. That's the one of the main things I heard over the weekend at the gun show is election integrity. If what happens if they do this again? Because everyone can tell that that we are being laughed at in our face. You know, well, in, our face. well in some states. It might happen again because they've made no changes. It, it might, but, but in a lot of states, right. it will not happen and, and again. I, and I think part of the issue, though, is that this past election, there were a lot of people on edge because of COVID nineteen. A lot of people were just terrified, just afraid of it. Yeah. I mean, and it's, and I, I think some of that that edge is has has come off, dissipated. Right. Yeah, and so it's yeah. it's it's it's. I don't think it's going to be. As bad, but there's still kind of a, a lot of people out there. But there is some, and it is somewhat encouraging because you can go to Walmart or, or or Lowe's or wherever else right now, and a lot of people are not wearing masks anymore. No, no. I would say eighty percent aren't wearing masks. Well, and so that that's, and I think that might be kind of a, a I don't know, a harbinger of, or if you will, of of kind of words. And the people who are wearing them are very very elderly. I've noticed that. Yeah, they? And so I can kind of understand that their their doctors might have told them this. Well, like, right. I think but it's just well, ridiculous just like, that they said put one of those paper masks on. Doesn't do anything. Well, just, like, told you. just like some people who are who are immunocompromised. My my sister has a kidney transplant. Yeah, and so she will probably wear a mask every time she goes on an airplane for the rest of her life, regardless of what's going on. Just because how many pills does she have to take? Anti rejection. Uh, I don't know, but it's a lot. It's a lot as far as expense goes. Yeah, yeah. I think you said it's, something it's, about it's pretty significant. You said something about election integrity. That is an important thing. But the Secretary of the State is a lot has a lot to do with with what you're talking about. Yes. And John Thurston is our Secretary of the State. They bought a bunch of new election equipment, and they've empowered the counties. And the state is back. The counties and Arkansas has got updated election equipment. And I have a confidence. That's the point that I was making. Right, and I have confidence in the elections in Arkansas right now because of John Thurston. Your secretary of state is one person. You don't want a crony cap crony capitalist in. You don't want a crony in there that's going yeah, that is going to try to sway the election. Either way, we don't want the election swayed yeah. to the left. We don't want it swayed to the right. We want it fair. And I have to say that John Thurston is one of the most fair people I know as far as politicians go. And that's he's, all you can ask for. Well, he's, he is one of the nicest guys I've ever met in politics. I don't think I've ever seen him get ticked off or angry. Well, I, look, that's Clinton impressive. was nice, but Thurston is honest. Well, he has been. That's yeah. so, well, and I, I, I think we kind of know who he goes home and sleeps with at night, too. Well, yeah, you and, um, I, I think I, I do. And so, but John Thurston, we do not need to change. You know, I, I'm for I'm for primaries and, and primaries where you find out what people Think about the people in place, but I'd have to back John Thurston. I think he's done who's, an excellent job. Yeah, he does have a primary one opponent. Po- I'm trying that's to... one position that I do not believe well, we need to change in should, the state of what, Arkansas. What, uh, uh, Williams from Cabot, former uh, mayor, Joe he, Eddie is Joe he, Williams is, is running. He's the, he's the guy running. Mark the Lowry is he running had announced really? that he's okay. running. Yeah, I don't he's know. Running. I don't know if he'll continue uh-huh. to run. I wish he would stay in the state well, house. He, he's he's got some he's got some momentum in the in the in the house. Yes, he does. And so that, that on C, and CRT that and all can, that. Yeah, absolutely. That, I don't know how his term limits are. I know yeah. he's been in yeah, there he's for probably a long get, time. He's probably got one or two terms left. I would I, guess. I don't but, know, but uh, but uh, 
John Thurston, I'd have to everybody agree here. He's a fair person that I think we've got a good person. But people in the states where they do not have fair elections, right. the secretary of state is where they need to look the to, to, as the integral person to make sure that fair elections happen. Well, that and you can and you can become poll watchers. You can do all sorts of different things to kind of help with some of this accountability if you're concerned about that. And so you can, you can take some some measure some steps yourself. That's right. They or become are a poll worker if you want to. Because yeah, they're probably people, looking for poll I mean, workers. Yeah, they yes, pay. Yeah. They pay. You make some money while you're yeah. doing it. Yeah, you can. You can go. It's not really, really difficult. Now. You can go become offer some, provide some accountability, and get paid for it. Yeah, just stand there and look at somebody's ID, and it'll be a lot easier next year because it's if they, they don't have an ID, they don't get a ballot. It's that simple. And, and, and the cool thing is, you might get to meet some of your neighbors. And everybody needs might, to, might. And everybody ought to know the Democrats don't want any IDs. They don't want. They want anybody to be able to show up and vote, not show any proof of who they are or if they live in the district or anything. So if you want fair elections, don't vote for a Democrat. All right. We got to take a break. You know, we got to do is look at history of Arkansas. All right. We're out of time. Simone, thank you. We appreciate you coming. We thank you, R.D., for coming. You were in a talkative mood today. (laughs) You brought up. (laughs) <laughs> and then, of course, yeah, I wasn't talking about Dune. Okay. And although I think that's a key issue, too. Uh, Paul, thanks for coming yes, in. Sir, I appreciate you. you being here tomorrow. It, the women are going to be here. Lori Lee will be with us. We'll get some great stories from her about fighting libraries and schools. Ooh, she did that for years. We'll talk with her and the Bible guys in. A two three zero nine six five. call in. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.